0: Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. God's Word is inspired by His Holy Spirit, and so they are words of prophecy. In this episode, let's think about how you and I can receive God's Word of Prophecy to us. Friends, the word prophecy occurs about 19 times in the King James Version of the Bible and it is used in various contexts. It means a prediction. It also stands for a message from God. It is to speak by inspiration. To prophesy is also to make a declaration. But it carries various other meanings when taken in context. Example. It can mean a revelation. Now, the book of Revelation, for instance, is referred to as prophecy a few times. Let's take, for example, the book of Revelations chapter 1 and the verse number 3. It says, Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. And so God's word is prophecy. It calls it the words of this prophecy in the verse that we just read. In 2 Peter chapter 1 and the verse number 21, the writer says, For no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. In other words, we prophesy by the Holy Spirit. In fact, the Bible says in John chapter 16 and the verse number 13, Jesus says, But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak of His own initiative, but whatever He hears, He will speak and He will disclose to you what is to come. That means He will declare unto you what is prophetic, what is to come. So the Holy Spirit is the one that inspires prophecy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's think a little bit closer now about who prophets are. Now, in the Old Testament, prophets gave direction. They warned about the future. They operated, if you like, on God's behalf and so on. In the New Testament, however, all these things may be necessary by prophets but actually in the new testament prophets confirm to the christian what it is that the holy spirit would have already imprinted on the heart of the christian in other words they lead the christian to the person of jesus christ in confirming what it is that the lord would have already spoken to the believer why is that so because in the new testament The Christian has in him or her the Holy Spirit. And it is the Holy Spirit that inspires prophecy. It is the Holy Spirit who speaks to us. And the Holy Spirit of God would have already ministered to your heart. And so what a prophet would do is essentially only to confirm for you what it is that the Lord would have already imprinted on your heart. And so a prophet must lead you to Jesus Christ, not to themselves, not to raise themselves above God's word. And the words of prophecy given unto you must be in alignment with the word of God. If whatever word you have received by anyone claiming to be a prophet or a prophetess, that word does not align with the scripture. As I always say, if it is not supported by the word, check it in the being that is certainly not a word from God and so it is important that whatever word it is that someone claims to have heard from God whatever word it is that someone claims to have been a word of prophecy from God whatever it is that whoever calls himself or herself a prophet wants to speak on behalf of God ladies and gentlemen it has to be in alignment with the holy scriptures If it isn't, chuck it in the bin. In Revelation chapter 19 and the verse number 10, there is something very powerful that we see in the Bible. And may I warn every Christian listening to me today to pay close attention. Why is that so? Because whoever says they are prophets, whoever says they are prophetesses, whoever says to you that they have heard from God for you, the word of the lord must lead you to the person of jesus christ and not to themselves and so let's look at what happened in the book of Revelation, chapter 19 and the verse number 10. john the apostle who wrote this book of the bible the bible said when he received a word of prophecy from the angel of the lord who was revealing these things to him the bible said john did something which is a very important mistake, which he did, which some Christians also do today. And so let's see what the Bible says. In John chapter 19 and the verse number 10, the Bible says, that is now John speaking, he says, Then I fell at his feet to worship him, but he said to me, Do not do that. I am a fellow servant of yours and your brethren who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now, what do we see here? John received a word from the angel of the Lord. Now, this is an angel. And John bows down to worship this angel. And the angel said something to John. John, you are making a mistake. Do not do what you are doing. In other words, do not worship me. I am a fellow servant of yours who must you worship john you must worship god for the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy ladies and gentlemen any prophecy must lead you to the person of jesus christ it must lead you to a place of worship it must bring you to a place where you are in adoration of the lord not to adore the prophet but to adore christ as we learn in this portion of scripture, it is important Christians today understand this. Whoever it is that is speaking the word of God to you must lead you to Christ and not to themselves. And so we must be mindful of charlatans in the body of Christ who tend to lead others unto themselves and not unto Jesus Christ our Lord. On that introductory note, friends, How then do we receive the prophetic word? Now, the clue is in the scripture that we read. When John bowed to worship, the angel said to him, you must worship God. And so the first principle of how you and I can receive the prophetic word is by worship. 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 Now, a prophetic word draws you to a place of worship, not to a place of pride. Worship humbles you and fulfills God's word to you. Now remember, after the angel delivered a prophetic word to the shepherds about the birth of Jesus Christ, the Bible makes us to understand that there was praise and worship in heaven. In Luke chapter 2 and the verse number 13 to the verse number 14, the Bible says, and suddenly There appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. Friends, the word of prophecy must be accompanied by worship of the Lord our God. Prophecy generates worship, and it is worship of the Lord, not worship of man. And so, friends, I want to encourage you today. God's prophetic word to you must bring you to a place of worship. Worship brings humility. Worship allows you to see God for who he is. Worship is a place where you acknowledge him and his word in your life. Worship does not bring you to a place of pride. Worship fulfills God's word to you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, when Ezra read the prophetic word of the Lord, the people responded by worship. Now, in Nehemiah chapter 8 and the verse number 2 to 3, the Bible says, Then Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly of men, women, and all who could listen with understanding on the first day of the seventh month. And he read from it before the public square which was in the front of the water gate, from early morning until midday. In the presence of men and women, those who could understand. And all the people were attentive to the law, to the book of the law. Now, let me pause there a little bit and give you some context. Now, you will recall that Ezra, Nehemiah, and Zerubbabel were leaders of the Jews who were returning from exile. In fact, about 50,000 thereabouts, in terms of their number of Jews, had returned to Jerusalem. And the Bible makes us to understand over here that Ezra, who was the priest and also the scribe as he is called, he stood from morning until evening and he was reading the book of the law. He was reading God's word. He was reading the scriptures to the people. And the Bible said, all the people were attentive to the book of the law. So principle number one, you receive the word of prophecy by paying attention to it, by paying attention to God's word. Now as we established earlier on, God's word is the word of prophecy to you. A Christian who does not pay attention to the word of God and is rather waiting to hear someone say to them that says the Lord, that Christian is likely to be deceived by others. And so friend, I would want us to pay attention to God's word, stay in the scriptures, read the word, meditate on the word, be attentive to the word, as we see the people do in this verse of scripture that we just read. In the verse number 6 of the same book of Nehemiah, chapter 8, the Bible then says, Then Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, amen, amen, with the raising of their hands, they then kneeled down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Oh, how beautiful, how glorious is this verse. They were attentive to the word of prophecy and after they had heard the word, the Bible said they kneeled down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. They adopted a posture of worship After hearing the word of God. They went before him in worship. They bowed unto the God of heaven in worship. After they had received the word of prophecy. And so ladies and gentlemen. One important thing that we must understand. Is God's word to us must draw us to a place of worship. And so you receive the prophetic word by bowing down in worship. You need to be a worshipper. You need to understand that the Lord your God is a God who deserves your worship. The very breath that you breathe today is possible because God in his grace has made that possible for all of us today. He deserves our worship. And so more importantly, when we receive his word, we ought to bow in worship. Oh, what a blessing, what a blessing. Another very beautiful portion of scripture which I would want to share with you is somebody by name Manoah and his wife in the book of Judges chapter 13. Now remember Manoah and his wife were the parents of Samson. That is Samson the mighty man. Samson the strong man. His father was called Manoah. And so the Bible makes us to understand that the parents of Samson in Judges chapter 13 they were directed by the angel who had earlier on given them the words of prophecy about the birth of Samson the angel directed the parents to make a sacrifice to the Lord and that is really instructive they had just received the prophetic word they wanted to do something for the angel and the angel said Offer a sacrifice unto the Lord. Every prophetic word, ladies and gentlemen, that you receive must be directing you to the worship of the Lord your God. We receive the word by worship. It becomes settled in us by worship. That is the worship of God, not the instruments through whom the word came. And so even in that portion of scripture, This angel of the Lord said to Manoah and his wife, make a sacrifice unto God. When they made the sacrifice, the Bible said the angel rose in the flames. Oh, how glorious, how powerful, how beautiful that is. I encourage you today. God's word of prophecy is for you, but you ought to receive it by worship. God's word of prophecy is for your edification. You ought to step into that by worship. When you take the Bible tomorrow morning to read, or this evening to read, or later down the week to enjoy, I need you to understand that you must approach it very attentively as God's word of prophecy to you. And when you have received the word, please go to a place of worship. When you rise up in the morning, let worship be on your lips. When you are driving your car, let worship be on your lips. When you are taking a run, let worship be on your lips. your lips. When you are taking a hike or a walk, let worship be on your lips. After listening to this podcast, because this podcast is God's word to you, let worship follow thereafter. Let worship be the state of the Christian in their daily lives today. The Lord bless and keep you. Now, if you have listened to this message, but you are not very sure what it is that this means to you, I would want to Invite you to know the person of Jesus Christ our Lord The Bible says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son That whosoever believes on him shall not perish but have everlasting life To receive Jesus may I invite you to say this prayer after me today Dear Lord, I recognize that I am a sinner. I cannot save myself but I understand through your word that you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus, to die for my sins. I believe that He took my sins away. I believe that my chastisement, which I deserve, was placed upon Him, so that when I trust in Him, I receive forgiveness of sins. I believe that He died for me. I believe that you raised Him up on the third day for my sins so that when I trust in Him, I also rise into a new kind of life in God. From today, I declare, I belong to you, Lord. I do not belong to the world. I leave my old life behind, and I turn unto you, my God. Make me yours. And from today, I declare, I am born again. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. God bless you. I would like to support you in your Christian journey. Get in touch with us and I'll be happy to get in touch and to help you. God bless you and keep you. See you in the next episode. Goodbye. this message has blessed you. Do visit us at UKLSI.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.